we'd like to welcome you to part four of our emergency freedom alerts for August 10th, 2020. Finally going to actually be getting into the COVID stuff after three parts. Um, I knew that I was going to have a very hard time getting through this information today because it was it's just so much to cover now on a weekly basis. And this first report is invasive checkpoints being set up at New York City bridges and tunnels, $10,000 fines being enforced. So just because this isn't, you don't see this maybe in your area, they're implementing it in, you know, places like New York City and these types of places. And, and they're, you know, beta testing it in these areas. This is Dabu7. A heads up for anyone that is thinking of going to New York, through New York, into NYC, over any of their bridges, through any of their tunnels, they now have a mandatory lockdown of 14 days for anyone coming through, and you have to fill out a questionnaire form once you hit one of these checkpoints. These checkpoints, man, are the beginning of the end when it comes to being able to free flow in and out of the city, yep. going to and from, and I can only imagine it's going to begin in the hot spots, Holland Tuttle, other popular bridges, Brooklyn Bridge, things like that, getting into the city. And then it will expand out. They're saying that when people come through, they have to give an address of where they're going unless their end destination is not in New York. They also have to fill out eight questions on this questionnaire. And the sheriffs are going to be doing this. There's going to be sheriffs. <laughs> wow. Posted up. They say if they cannot reach you by phone, people are told to expect home visits. Yep. It remains unclear how Kick long... Kick the old front door, and if you don't want to comply either, all over this scamdemic. ...enforcement will ensure that people's information is correct. So, this starts tomorrow morning. Thursday, August 6th. Every... Six Where's Trump fighting against this tyranny? Oh, I forgot. He's going to actually use the military to powerfully and forcefully vaccinate us at the end of the year as soon as this hoax devil DNA defiling COVID-19 vaccine cultured off an aborted baby, you know, comes to market. Eighth car will be randomly selected. So it begins. Man. Follow me on DLive. I'm just going to try to get through as much of this as I can. These are some related stories re regarding this. Uh, New York City quarantine checkpoints tighten travel restrictions. Violators face $10,000 fines. Quarantine checkpoint opens at New York City's Penn Station. Cities going to the extremes. These are all different reports. Next report. Uh, a new Yahoo News YouGov poll has found that just 42% of Americans say they plan to get the coronavirus vaccine when it becomes available now they're making all types of contingency plans because they know this is the case and they're going to start in you're you're probably going to see more brainwashing and more clamping down about this than you've ever seen before and more threatening behavior because they've got to get compliance up and i hate to say that and, and again it's something to definitely want to pray against it's one of the main things that i i have us on the prayer list there uh every every time that you look at a pdf uh, that I'm putting out. It's all the prayer points are at the very, the very beginning there. And this is good. This is encouraging. And I hope it stays at that level. I hope it goes uh, lower. I, I you know, hope it drops to whatever. But the figure represents an all-time low having fallen from 55% in early May. Now, that's a very good sign. 
That means the brainwashing is not working that great. That means a lot of people have woken up regarding this. Uh, to drop from 55% compliance to 42% is a, definitely a good thing. It dropped to 50% in late May and 46% in July. So they're seeing this trend of it dropping because see more and more people are getting woke up. More and more of, I know my listeners are praying about this and angels are being loose to wake people up because that's really what it's all about. It's really about the hand of God moving and implementing this. We can't do anything apart from the Lord Jesus Christ. We can't. But, you know, God can wake up the masses goes on to say when asked quote if and when a coronavirus vaccine becomes available will you get vaccinated many many fewer americans across the political spectrum answer in the affirmative only a majority of the democrats now plan to get vaccinated will you expect that with 55 percent saying they will still take the jab among republicans only 37 percent said they're willing to get vaccinated so you know us praying about this us educating other people which then educate other people, it's working. Us praying about, I mean, I'm telling you, it's working from that from that regard. And that's very good. Among Republicans, only 37% they're willing to take the vaccine. Even fewer independents, which is 34, are willing to take it. So that is very, very good. And then we have Fauci this week coming out saying, this is very weird. Fauci says the vaccine has not a great chance of being highly effective this is fauci this is satan this is the guy at the spear tip of this white house coronavirus advisor anthony fauci uh said that chances of scientists creating a highly effective vaccine one that provides 98 percent or more guaranteed protection for the virus are slim now they're letting this come out this isn't going to increase public confidence at all so I'm not 100% sure what's afoot here. Maybe they're maybe they're seeing from uh, because of what I just quoted with you about a dropping number of people willing to get the vaccine. Maybe they've got some type of plan B in, in mind. I don't know. We're going to look at that a little bit later. Um, I'm probably going to have to stop tonight and actually pick up recording tomorrow because I, there's so much that I really want to talk about and I don't want to like leave it till next week. Uh, anyway... Scientists are hoping for a coronavirus vaccine that is at least 75% effective. I mean, give me a break on all of this. It's going to be the very thing that actually gives you the coronavirus, if anything, and defile your DNA <laughs> and curse you because it's cultured off aborted babies. But they're saying, uh, but 50 or 60% would be acceptable. The FDA has said it would authorize a coronavirus vaccine so long as it's safe and at least 50% effective. Wow, what a success rate. Particularly considering all that you all that you're that's gonna happen to you as a result of you getting it, man. And yeah, where where do I sign up? And then we have this, which is even weirder. As Moderna, the one of the vaccine companies that's been paid billions to bring a COVID nineteen vaccine to market, as they begin a late stage trial of its corona vaccine, Chief Medical Officer Tal Zaks sold almost all his shares in the company. According to a report filed in U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, so I mean this isn't like a rumor, it's happened, raising concerns about his trust in the vaccine according to Globes. While Zach's and other Moderna officials have already been cashing out on shares for the past few months. In general, and this is just common sense, when stakeholders believe in their product, they increase their shares, they buy more shares in order to increase confidence in the market. 
<coughs> excuse me, the move by Moderna officials to do the opposite, though, raised concerns about the company. Yeah, you think so? Especially considering that Zach's, who sold almost all of his shares, what? He's the chief medical officer at Moderna. Especially when he, who sold almost all his shares, is on the scientific side of the company, according to Globes. What? So, I don't know. Maybe this is more answer to prayer. Maybe they got some kind of weird plan B going on. I, not, not to say Trump's backed off on any, any of his rhetoric about forcefully vaccinating us at the end of the year with the military. He hasn't backed off. It's like almost Fauci's backing off some. So things are fluid. And this is why I don't like the date set. And I don't like to say this is definitely going to happen. Because, you know, if it doesn't happen, then you look real bad. And, I mean, unless you've been totally spoken to by God and you know it, well, you know, I don't tend to be super dogmatic about this is definitely going to happen. Because God can intervene. Our prayers can, can move mountains and, and things can change. Uh, I don't know, but, I mean, some positive things here. Can't say it's not. And then we have this. This is wonderful. A full 15 years after the Vatican issued a statement questioning the morality of getting vaccinated with vaccines made from aborted human fetal tissue, the Catholic Bishops' Conference of England and Wales has issued its own statement suggesting that Catholics have a prima facie duty to be vaccinated, regardless of the contents of the vaccines. So aren't they good Catholics telling you to get, who are supposedly against abortion? No, it's fine though if there's aborted babies they culture the vaccine off aborted babies that's fine because all that matters is you get vaccinated and we're god's representatives on planet earth the catholic bishops and the pope and we say this is something you've got to do no it's because you're luciferian satanic slime bag scum and you want to see all of your followers die and get their dna defiled and get cursed because deep down you hate their guts and you want to see them in hell, which is where you're going. So let me, I, I just gave you the translation of what's going on there. According to these Catholic bishops, quote, all clinically recommended vaccinations can be used with a clear conscience because Satan says so. Can you believe this? despite the use of aborted fetal cell lines in their manufacture. And again, this is why it's so important. Cursed be the man that trusteth in man or trusteth in a religion like the Catholic death cult. The Catholic Church strongly supports vaccination and regards Catholics as having a prima facie duty to be vaccinated not only for the sake of their own health, but also out of the solidarity with others, especially the most vulnerable, because we want to kill them off the quickest and defile them. And for those that want a definition of uh, prima facie, uh, it's like a legal term, and it's a true, valid, or sufficient at first impression, a self-evident, legally sufficient to establish a fact, um, that's what it means and then he goes on to say we believe there's a moral obligation 
to guarantee the vaccination coverage necessary for the safety of others well if you got your devil vaccine you're protected you're satanically protected right why do you got to worry about anybody else it's just it's all based on lies everything they tell you is the exact opposite and then it goes on to read this is especially important for the discovery of a vaccine against covid19 so they want to make sure that you really get this covid19 one so does trump so does the new world order and lucifer it's a really important one they're not putting all these millions and millions and millions of dollars into all these vaccine companies that their government our government's giving money to thank you trump but i've documented for nothing then we have this report planned parenthood aborted babies and i've reported on this before but i want to say it again because i think it's appropriate right now because evidently planned parenthood and catholic church are, are good buddies according to what i'm seeing aborted babies um planned parenthood aborted babies being used to make 27 different vaccines and now this is before the covid 19 thing i don't even know how many are in development now i've heard up to 171 covid 19 vaccines in development because a lot of people want to get on that that bandwagon that bonanza how many of them are cultured off aborted babies i don't know but a lot some 27 vaccines in fact and hundreds more on the way of course contain some form of aborted human fetal tissue whether it be cellular debris protein or dna behind behind beyond those vaccinations aforementioned these include vaccines for polio shingles ebola hiv tuberculosis malaria influenza chickenpox mmr all those all versions of the mmr in fact one version of the mmr has two different aborted fetal cell lines I've talked about that before you want to know more about mmr just key it in the keyword search at contendingfortruth.com done whole little sections dedicated to mmr sad to say most parents have no idea that these ingredients are being injected into their children the short answer is as to why this material is even used to make vaccines is that it makes for easier testing and higher effectiveness so says satan but the outcome is the same regardless the leftover components of abortions are being injected directly into children's bodies just as they have been for several decades and that's when the autism uh epidemic went nuts is in the 90s when they really started using these aborted fetal cell lines in the vaccines and contrary to popular belief these cell lines are not immortal no, nor do they persist they must continually be replenished or replaced in order for vaccines to work which means more aborted babies in order to obtain the best specimens for a specific cell line in fact sometimes several dozen aborted aborted babies must first be hacked up and tested in order to find the quote right one it's a sick display of barbarianism that's purposely kept from the public eye because it's more people if more people knew this was happening they wouldn't partake of vaccinations and this is why i tell my listeners please get the word out christians need to know they're being destroyed for lack of knowledge they're being destroyed because they're being ignorant of satan's devices and he's got an advantage of them according to the word of god that's why I believe my this ministry that, that God's given me is one of the most important on the on ever. I'm sorry, I do. I know I'm biased. I know I am, but I feel like just the stuff I'm covering today is so potentially life-changing and life-altering. And I know that sounds like pride, and I'm sorry. But 
is not this super important stuff that hardly anybody will cover for some reason. Good Lord, if I got what I deserved, I'd get death in hell. I'm not saying this out of pride, guys. I'm not. I'm just saying it's soup. If, if someone else were doing this, I would be, look, point, point, go to him. Go to, you know. I'm just saying, man. This is super important stuff to God. And I'm not mad at my listeners. I'm just saying whatever we can do to get the word out. This is unbelievable. If more people knew this was happening, they wouldn't partake of it. I, I walked in the other day to the to my two postal ladies and, and I was gave them a little mini seminar on this aborted fetal. The one lady knew, the other one didn't. I brought her back a packet of information the next day on it and on the COVID-19 thing. Just try to continually lighting brush fires in the minds of men. Something's happening when you had 55% compliance back in may saying they would line up to get the vaccination and now it's down to what 42 Woo! praise the lord jesus christ fauci's saying uh maybe 50 percent success rate uh, he's not out there saying oh no we're gonna do he's not out there outright lying huh that's weird moderna the chief clinician guy and a lot of their high level execs are selling off their their shares hmm now, I don't know if they got some weird curveball plan B that, you know, they're going to try to hit us with that's going to, like a ball bat upside the head. I don't know. But all I can say is those sound like positive things to me. And I'm going to give God, the Lord Jesus Christ, all the praise and the honor and the glory for that stuff. This goes on to say, because the industry relies on near total compliance with vaccine mandates, this simply wouldn't fly. Hence, why would why you probably won't be hearing about aborted human fetal tissues in vaccines on the nightly news anymore anytime soon or or anytime soon not that you ever heard it ever and then we have this new fetal cell line from live abortion emerges for vaccine production do and i've i've reported on this before but i feel like this is important enough to report on it again especially after what we just talked about with the catholic bishops saying you need to get your your covid19 aborted baby vaccine coming dna defiling because the catholic church says so they never steer you wrong due to dwindling capacity for existing aborted fetal cell lines to self-replicate scientists in china have developed a new aborted fetal cell line it's called wallvax 2 that will be used for viral vaccine production the existing cell lines mrc5 and wi38 are currently used in mmr varicella hepatitis a shingles some rabies and some polio vaccines the Wallvax 2 is taken from the lung tissue of a three-month-old gestation female, aborted female, who was ultimately selected from among nine aborted babies. The scientists noted how they followed specific guidelines to mimic WI38 and MRC-5 in selecting the aborted babies, ranging from two to four months gestation. They further noted how they induced labor on the mothers that were going to abort their children, using a water bag abortion to shorten the delivery time and prevent the death of the fetus to ensure that the baby's live intact organs um, were harvested and then were immediately sent to the labs for cell preparation meaning they 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 butchered the baby and got the organs when the baby was alive after she delivered it so she essentially birthed the baby delivered the baby 
which that in and of itself, um, you should have, you had no right to kill it. You have no right to kill it anyway. But even according to their wicked guidelines, you should be able to kill a baby after you give birth to it. Now they're trying to get that legal. But no, no, this is how they do it. This is how they do it to get the aborted babies for the, for the and then can you imagine now if there's 171 COVID-19 vaccines, what, let's say even a third of them are aborted baby fetal cell lines. I think it's more. That's not even talking about the, the, um, the uh, defiled DNA that they're putting in there and the messenger RNA. We're not even talking about that and all the other garbage they put in there like formaldehyde and mercury and aluminum and all the other neurotoxins no they deliver the baby alive so they can butcher the baby and get its live intact organs which were immediately sent to labs for cell preparation because see that's how you have to do organ harvesting i've told you this don't have an organ donor card on you because that makes you a real juicy target for them especially if you're younger you might go into uh, the hospital with a stubbed toe and wind up dead and all your organs are gone but you just made them a ton of money i'm telling you and they will do it with you live they will knock you out but they won't give you anesthetic because that'll corrupt that'll that'll mess up the organs so you get to be in a paralyzed state while they cut you open alive and keep you open as long as possible so they can get the organs intact alive just like they do to these innocent little precious babies and get every organ probably take your heart last because you that's probably about the last thing you can't live without and you're gonna feel every bit of it that's how they get organs i got whole files on it. i've done whole studies on it all that stuff plasma donation organ thing the um the blood donations all of it's wicked all of it's wicked and it's it's so many aspects of it are wicked i've got files on every single one of these things i've done studies on all of these just keep keep them in the keyword search box if you can't find it there use the contact page and i'll send you the files on them just be as brief as possible because i i, I have i literally just have no time now i'm so maxed out it's just beyond belief I mean, I'm doing right now. It's 2 a.m., and I'm not even done with part four here yet. But um, for decades, both the pharmaceutical companies and even some ethicists have insisted that abortions to produce the cell lines used in vaccines were not done with that intention. That it was only a couple of abortions from the past, and that no further abortions would be needed now or in the future to produce vaccines. This may be the biggest lie ever told to the American public and the world at large, says Mrs. Vintage. She says, not only have there been hundreds of abortions directly involved with vaccine research, specifically for the purpose where they altered abortion methods to obtain intact live fetal organs, but now we're seeing more and more abortions for fetal research and new cell lines emerging for viral vaccine cultivation. Oh, you mean like the COVID-19 virus? Yeah. Yeah, so can you imagine how many little aborted babies are being aborted right now delivered live being cut open alive and having their organs sent to all these vaccine companies that are trying desperately to appease anthony fauci and donald trump and all the people in charge of this whole big covid19 scamdemic yeah i'm sure that pleases god very much sorry i'm being sarcastic but i mean this doesn't 
get you fired up your woods wet. You should be righteous indignant and angry over this. Focus that into prayer. I found that, that righteous indignant prayer is very effective many times. This should righteous indignation is an attribute of God, God the Father. The Bible says, "Be ye angry and sin not." The part, the part is, be, being angry about all this and sinning not. And I don't know about you, but that's the biggest part I have the problem with. <laughs> you know, because I want to get in the flesh. <laughs> I really do. I admit it. I'm not perfect. I'm not saying it's right, but. Man, you, you, I mean, I, I'm up to my eyeballs in this every day. And it only gets worse. M immersed. All day. It kind of gets you after a while, you know? While Children of God for Life has been trying to expose these truths for the past 15 years, those warnings are now ringing startling accurate as evidence with the recent Planned Parenthood videos that have emerged through the Center for Medical Progress. There's a link to that. Showing how live, fully intact, babies have been harvested for aborted fetal research see how i'm tying all this together with covid19 as well i i'll give god the credit for it listener comment regarding vaccines and his children it's from a listener named greg i have three kids i was laid off in 2009 oh this is my buddy greg this is why i go and pray we, we go oh we go to the cursed places and pray I got this from him the other day and I didn't even know this. I didn't, I, I mean, I think he might've mentioned it, but I just didn't know the full extent. Um, I was laid off in 2009. Then I took over the doctor stuff for the kids since my wife got a job. My oldest daughter had 25 shots just to get into kindergarten. When I saw that and how autism was skyrocketing, I knew something evil was up. Now, I think it's about the same time he became one of my listeners, I think. Maybe he was before. I don't know. My middle daughter had night terrors for about two weeks after some of the shots. That's, that's always a good sign. You know, no demonic component at all to these shots. She awoke screaming bloody murder for a few hours at a time. It was terrible. Then she had terrible allergies that I know were linked to the shots. Yeah, all true. I took them to the doctor and the doctor insisted on the shots to get my middle child into kindergarten. Of course, because they're nothing but tools of Satan in order to pressure you into these things. These doctors doing this. I was doing research on autism, so I said, give me the insert ingredients and a highlighter in three minutes. So he highlighted aluminum, mercury, formaldehyde, which is embalming fluid, in the, in the shots, in the vaccines, along with, six, with a 16-letter word the doc didn't even know what they were. Of course, because the doctors aren't educated on all these things. They don't know what's in the shots. They don't care. They're just told from their medical college uh, bogus degrees that they're safe and effective. And just believe whatever we tell you. And then you brainwash the patients likewise. Because that's what they're, they're trying to do. Okay. The, and I'm talking about, I'm not talking about good docs that are against this. I'm talking about the vast majority of the bad ones that push this on their patients. That are nothing more than instruments of the medical pharma cartel to impose their will on us. Anyway, he said she tried to buck up to me after i was resistant to her hen pecking i pretty much yelled in her face you could poison me um and you could poison all those kids in your waiting room but you're not gonna poison mine that's why i like greg i like to go out with greg because me and greg are when we go out to pray over these we're both prepared to die we're good with that we are i'm not saying that to brag i'm telling you right now 
we're both good to die. If we go out and we die, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. That's our attitude when we go out. Now, we're not look, going out to seek death, but we realize we're putting ourselves in some risky situations a lot of times, what we go and do. Anyway, the Haji doc stormed out of the room and the nurse laughed. She said, oh, you're about the 10th parent this week to say that. <laughs> Praise God. Again, a lot of people have woken up to this. And particularly, I think in the last 10 years, they deliberately poison kids for kickbacks. They will get what they gave all those poor kids when their eternity comes in hell. I added in hell. My line is drawn. I am ready to fight or even die for some things. My kids are one of them. Yeah, amen, Greg. God bless you, brother. I love you, man. Yep. That's my buddy, Greg. Next report. World's top epidemiologists. Face masks do not work. Denmark boasts of one of the lowest COVID-19 rates in the world as of August 4th. The Danes have suffered 616 COVID-19 deaths and probably half of those are a quarter and that are even valid. And again, the ones that did die were probably in nursing homes, one foot on a banana peel, one on a in the grave. And these are according to figures from John Hopkins University. So, you mean, these are skewed figures as they are. That's less than one-third of the number of Danes who die from pneumonia or influenza in a given year. And this is typical. All these countries recommending face masks haven't made their decisions based on the new studies, says Henning Bundegaard, chief physician at Denmark's uh, Riggs Hospitali, according to Bloomberg News. Denmark is not alone. Despite a global stampede of mask wearing, data shows that 80 to 90% of people in Finland and Holland say they never wear masks when they go out, a sharp contrast to the 80 to 90% of people in Spain and Italy who say they always wear masks going out. Dutch public health officials recently explained that there's that they're not recommending masks. From a medical point of view, there's no evidence of being of of a medical effect wearing face masks at all. So we decided not to impose a national obligation, said medical care minister Tamara Van Ark. Others echoing statements similar to the U.S. Surgeon General from early March said masks could make individuals sicker and exacerbate the spread of the virus. Face masks in public places are not necessary based on the current evidence, said Cohen Berens, spokesman for the National Institute of Public Health and Environment. There's no benefit and there may be even negative impacts. Yeah, there is totally negative impacts. I've listed all those before. Many, many negative impacts. In Sweden, where COVID-19 deaths have slowed to a crawl, public health officials say they see no point in requiring individuals to wear masks. But we're told that if we don't comply fully, like in New York City, $10,000 fines, house arrest. We're going to bulldoze your house. We're going to bulldoze the churches that don't comply in Chicago. Absolute, total, stinking, satanic insanity. And Trump's doing nothing about it. In fact, he's perpetuating this lie. With numbers diminishing very quickly in Sweden, we see no point in wearing a face mask in Sweden, not even on public transport, said Anders Tegnell, Sweden's top infectious disease expert. That's just one of the many reports I've done on this. Then we have this massive protest in Germany against COVID-19 masks and vaccines. 
I heard 1.5 million. This is saying 15,000. So I'm going to report the one that we know for sure. We know at least 15,000 people gathered in Berlin, Germany on Saturday to protest against coronavirus restrictions. News outlets reported that marchers consisted of ordinary people concerned with government overreach, people from the far right and who believe the coronavirus pandemic is a hoax. The the German government claims there has been a surge of COVID-19 cases, but protesters decried government propaganda and fear-mongering. And then they, they, they launched a legal action against the protesters or whatever, the, or the ones that organized the protest because they weren't social distancing, of course. Police estimated, but again, the police, I don't believe their stats. They're going to underblow it beyond belief. They were saying around 17,000 passed through Berlin and 20,000 in a total. Uh, I heard up to 1.5 million, so and, and it's hard to say, but there was definitely at least, like they said, 17, 20,000. Uh, anyway, another report from a listener, longtime listener, Sandra, and uh, resistance is growing, city mask mandate update. I read a report from her, I don't know, a few weeks ago, okay? She's the, my, my listener that I said was kind of um, homebound. She has that, like a spinal cord disease, really super, super rare. Sandra does, and longtime listener, I pray for. Um, she says, just an update to my city's mask mandate and to hopefully provide some encouragement to our brothers and sisters to stay in the fight. So you can see, I, I've got actually quite a bit of positive stuff to report on regarding this COVID-19 in particular. We have a city commissioner that continues to modify the mask mandate to bring it to a vote because they're satanists and they, they got to try to weasel this stuff in no worries his recall has been officially filed we aren't messing around this time the mandate was shot down four to three another city commissioner who is a pastor attached a so, social gathering limit change from 50 to 150 resulting in his vote for the uh i guess the mask mandate so we we lost one against we lost one against vote. Um, sneaky little lukewarm pastor. I will say that all of the outrage has resulted in my city creating a freedom fighter organization. Yes, it was created by a woman. As Peggy Hall would say, where are the men? Last night, I brought that up last week. And I'm not talking, I'm not saying my listener men. I'm just saying in general, where are the men? Last night, my brother and I attended an event by the freedom fighters and oak pack which is okay conservative political action committee called so you think this is about a mask now i think um see she's providing encouragement his recall has been officially filed we aren't messing around this time his recall, uh the mandate was shot down four to three so they got it through but one of the votes descended this one pastor is what th- i think what she was saying earlier anyway this opac made a presentation so you think it's about a mask at a church just outside of my city yes to yes a church the pastor organized this event and i will say there were approximately 100 in attendance on friday night and no masks or social distancing in sight it was wonderful the speaker was curtis bowers the creator of the documentary agenda grinding down america now, i haven't heard of that but it sounds awesome because that's what they're doing they're, it's just like the bible says about satan the antichrist is going to wear down the saints this is all about wearing us down getting us to quit and throw in the towel like so many people have done particularly of the 501c3 ilk 
I'm sorry. And the pastors did it a long time ago. For the most part. Not, not every single one, but more, a ton of them. It discusses the communist takeover in our country by eroding it from within. It can be found on YouTube. Mr. Bowers was a powerful and knowledgeable speaker. He said that the socialist communists will use the cause like Black Lives Matter to fulfill their agenda. It has nothing to do with a cause, but all to do with fulfilling their satanic agenda. And they will use whomsoever and whatsoever they can do to achieve it. Uh, people in attendance were gasping in shock when learning many of the nuggets your teachings have covered throughout the years i remember when i did that 14 city tour in the avion flu i mean i had some people were just floored over my presentation back then and man that's nothing compared to what i'm covering now i i can remember that <laughs> it's funny god bless him anyway he called out bill gates vaccine death agenda as well well good my brother and i just sat there nodding our heads in agreement we've known We've known these things thanks to your many teachings and our own research. When Mr. Bowers concluded his presentation, he received a standing ovation. Everyone wanted the event to continue because it was such a blessing to be around like-minded people. I can only imagine. The grassroots movement for liberty and, and our God-given rights is growing. Praise the Lord. Okay, so praise the Lord. Okay, more positive news. Governor Newsom admits he cannot mandate a law. This is, this is Peggy Hall, who she just mentioned who Sandra just mentioned, okay? So I love how this is segueing because I don't think I even planned it out this way, but it's segueing pretty nicely. Hey friends, it's Peggy Hall here from thehealthyamerican.org. I have been making- Oh, and also just so you know, yeah, I, I got her religious exemption thing and I wear it around my neck, this lanyard. And then on the backside, I have my governor, our governor Roy Cooper's executive order saying that under the frequently asked questions section saying that, if you have trouble breathing in a mask, you don't have to wear one and you don't have to give them any reason. It says it right on the thing. And see, the thing is, is a lot of executive orders are this way, but it's like people aren't aware of it. So I have my religious exemption on one side and I have the Roy, Roy, Roy Cooper on the other. Now, I haven't been hassled yet. I haven't been hassled one time anywhere where I've went yet. Um, so I praise God for that. But if I do, and I would imagine it's coming, I'm going to be prepared. And I would suggest you to do something similar if you can. Uh, she's sold out right now, these exemption things. I, she probably ran out of the whatever. But um, she'll probably get some back in stock real soon. But you could do something similar on yours. Because the back si the one side has her religious exemption. The, the one that she has her husband, who's a pastor, sign off on. And then my opposite side was blank. So I just slid. I, I, I kind of fitted. I, I kind of scaled down. The little thing and i printed it out in such a way where it would fit right into the little lanyard looks real official and everything and it's right right from governor roy cooper's executive order i'm i'm in full compliance and here's my excuse so videos for several months and they are focused on helping to educate others as to the limits of our government there are many, many lawbreakers, as I call them, who are supposed to be our public officials and who are supposed to be supporting us. And we, the people, are the ones who actually are above these public servants. They are supposed to serve us. And as you know, we are living in a type of tyranny. Tyranny is a form of government where there is no legal authority for the power that is being used over us. 
I would love if you would go back and watch my videos on there is no mask mandate, stop using the word mandate, no governor can make a law. And in fact, I would like to share with you just a clip of how I know that the uh, person who calls himself governor in California, he or someone from his office is actually watching my videos. Because for the last few months, I have been harping, as my mom would say, on the point that no governor can make a law. No governor can mandate anything to do with you or your personal behavior. So first, let me share with you just a just a clip of an example of what I've been teaching. So I am going to share my screen and we will take a look at my previous video. Now remember, she's the Healthy American Peggy Hall. You can find her YouTube channel. She's also got the, the website which you can find on any of her videos. And um, she's got a free email list. Uh, and you know, she's really going after it. Shall we? So let's take a look here. And I am going to put this on a large screen for you. This one is called Show Me the Law, American.org. And I am bringing you part two of the so-called governor's orders making new law that Californians have to wear a mask. Please go back and watch part one where I explain that no governor has any legal authority to compel you to do anything. Laws are what compel you to do things. And a governor cannot make a law. No, a governor can only oversee agencies and departments. He can sign bills into law and he can set budgets and he can spend money, but he does not make law. Okay, so um, that's, that's pretty clear, isn't it? No governor can make a law. And what many people are hearing over and over again is there's a mandate, the governor mandated, or our city council has a mandate. And I want you to understand that no governor has the authority to mandate anything. Right. Let me. So what they're doing is totally illegal in mass, these governors are doing. But they, feel, they figure, well, if the, if the public if the people of our state will buy into this and follow us, well, we're gonna do it. We're gonna impose our will even though we don't have the legal right to do it. Share with you evidence that our governor here, uh, I call him tyrant in chief because a tyrant, the official, def the official definition of a tyrant is someone who uses power without authority. So right. uh, let's take a look again, shall we? I will share my screen, and this time, this was, um, let's see, July 27th, so this is about uh, less than a week ago. Here we go. This is from the state of California. We hear, uh, we have here today, and so let me thank all of you for your continuation uh, of this is this little reptile Newsom talking. Wear face coverings to practice the social distancing, the physical distancing. Uh, and please, in closing, um, again, I can't mandate anything. Uh-oh. I can't mandate anything. Uh-huh. Let me see if I can grab that again. He says, I can't mandate anything. Profound. And it's precisely why we made the announcement we here uh, we have here today. And so let me thank all of you.
for your continuation uh, of the theme to wear face coverings, to practice the social distancing, the physical distancing. Uh, and please, in closing, um, again, I can't mandate anything. I can only help influence. I can't mandate anything. Then why are they going around like mass police and turn in your neighbor and, you know, all these fines and all this other garbage? It's, it's all based on lies. I can only help influence. Now, just as an aside, I actually wasn't even going to do this on the video. Um, you know, there's the, uh, the individual who's doing the um, American Sign Language, which I know is a common theme now for these press conferences. But behind this individual is a brick wall. And those of you that follow and understand the history of uh, the Masons and the Masonic Lodge and so forth, they like to have the brick wall. And I also thought this was very interesting. So learn more at Diamond. I'm just going to go ahead and stop it there. She gets into some other stuff there. It's it's interesting, but I, I got, I'm trying to get through as much stuff as I can today. This is a pastor, uh, listener sent me this, Pastor Greg Locke regarding the face mask. Let me be clear, I'm not in compliance, I'm in defiance. I hope this is still up. I don't know, let's see. Looks like it is, okay, it is. Okay, so this is Pastor Greg Locke. I wanna give a few of you a moment to uh, start sharing this video and hopping on, but I've got a lot to say, a lot to chit chat about in the next few minutes, so I'm just gonna jump right in and let me just go ahead and warn you up front. Uh, as with many of my videos, not only do you want to buckle in and buckle up and hold on for the ride, some of you... And put on your chin strap. ...may not be able to uh, to make the leap with me after this, because I'm pretty spitting mad about a bunch of nonsense. Did you know there has been nothing, nothing in the American culture and nothing in the church of the Lord Jesus Christ that has separated the body more than these stupid things right here? Uh, we call them uh, safety precautions. No, He's, He has one of these... COVID-19 COVID masks is what he's in reference to. These are, these are gags, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. These have become Amen. idols. These don't do anything whatsoever. Yeah. They're the dumbest thing that's ever been created by humanity, okay? <laughs> they are scientifically proven to do jack sprat. But I'll tell you religiously what they do. I think he meant jack squat, but oh, okay, jack sprats. I, I, I can live with that. They've divided the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. These things are so dumb. You know, Walmart says now you have to have one, but they're going to charge you eight bucks to have one. So my wife gave me one that we have to carry around for obvious reasons. So I went into Walmart today. I've not even got to the store yet. I'm just letting you, you know, share the video. I'm about to get fired up about some stuff, so I'd suggest that the kiddos get out of the room. But anyhow, so I walk around uh, Walmart today with this off. All I did was do like this. To get in the door, and then I walked around. There's 300, 400 people in there, and all these sheep are walking around. <laughs> they all got their masks on, you know. Uh, they're all just like a bunch of little mechanized robots walking around. We have our mask. We are safe. COVID-19 cannot get to us. And I'm walking around with this thing in my hand. Nobody said Jack Spratt. Nobody said a word. But here is what Pastor Greg Locke is super-duper over-the-top fired up about. It is no secret that I love Dunkin' Donuts. Holy macaroni, they ought to give me a preaching sponsorship. Listen, I have had hundreds of people in the last few now years all why, over the world send me Dunkin' Donuts. You can see why he's so wired, because he drinks like, he drinks like four medium Dunkin' Donuts coffees a day with like, I don't know, he says like, I don't know how many sugars and how many milks he gets into it in here. I couldn't even, I couldn't do one a day. 
I, I, I just, I, I, coffee and me, we don't, it, it just annihilates my immune system. I can't imagine drinking that much coffee every day. But now you know why he's so fired up. Gift certificates and gift cards because I always talk about Duncan. I go to Duncan every single day. And every day I get the same thing. I get two, right here, count them, two medium hot coffees, seven cream, five sugar in each one. Yeah, oh. I know. I Seven creams and five sugars in each one. Oh man, man, this guy's pushing it to the limit. Problem, but that's another video. Seven cream, five sugar, medium coffee. I get two of them, two, two, two. My family and I are out of town for a few days, spend some time with the kids, and I know the sign on Dunkin' Donuts says that it is mandatory for you to have a mask when you walk in. But I've been going to that Dunkin' Donuts for the last several days since we've been here, and nobody has said a peep. Nobody has says jack squat about anything. I'm going in. I'm nice. I order my two coffees, seven green, five sugar, and I walk out. I do it every day about nine in the morning and five or six o'clock at night. Every single day. I do it at home and every town I preach in, every place I go, nothing has been any different. And so I've been going the last few days with the signs on the door, but I still don't wear the mask because I'm not in compliance. I'm in defiance. I'm sick of this nonsense and you should be too. But I'm standing there. I ordered my stuff. I've paid for my stuff. I've kindly, gently talked to the ladies that have talked to me every single day that are super nice. And then all of a sudden, here comes Nazi Skippy. He comes walking out with his little mask, and he's like, Sir, I just want you to know. Now, by the way, he didn't have to embarrass me in front of everybody, but he did, which is probably a mistake because I'm not a real silent guy when you push my buttons too far. He's like, Sir, the next time you come into my store, I want you to have a mask on. I said, Okay, Lord, just help me. May I stay calm? May I not say a word? But I'm not a sheep. And so sometimes I just have to say things back. I said, uh, sir, I've been coming to this store for the last several days and nobody has said one thing to me about one of these silly masks. He's like, well, last night at five o'clock, it was an actual mandate. I said, wait a minute. You just lied to me in front of all these people in the store because the sign has been saying for two or three days when I've been coming in two or three times a day to get my seven cream, five sugar, two medium coffees. It's been saying every day that I can't coming without a mask and nobody said a word well it's just now a mandate i said no it's not i said it's just now something you got your feelings hurt about and i said look i've already paid for my stuff just give him my stuff he's trying to act like they're not even going to give me what i already paid for and i was doing everything i could spiritually not to come over the counter and still be a pastor in public because i'm sure there's cameras everywhere because people recognize me all over the place so i was like look just give me my stuff i've already paid for it i thank the ladies i said y'all are doing a great job thank you so much but this guy oh man he was getting on my ever-loving nerves and then to beat all things here i have my two coffees ask anybody that walks with me any time of the day i always have my two medium coffees but here's what i did i walked up to the door like i do every day at least twice if not three times a day i put my foot at the bottom of the door i pushed it open and i began to walk out to my car and what does this you know, lawn ranger, masked man do. He's like, oh, now I see what you're trying to do. Now you're mad because I said something about a mask and you're trying to kick the glass out of the door. Woo so I walked back in with my two cups of coffee and I said, and uh, let, let, me be, let me be truthful in what I said because more than likely it's on video and it'll be on Newsweek or Time Magazine sometime this week. I said, sir, I did not try to kick the glass in your door. I very calmly pushed the door open with my foot because it's what I do every day. Oh, no, no, I saw you. You tried to kick the glass out of the door. I said, if you call me a liar one more time, I'm going to take these work boots and I'm going to kick your teeth down your throat. Yes, I said it. And, and the moment 
I meant it. And I said, sir, listen to me very closely. I will be back tonight at 5 o'clock like I am every single day of my life to get my two medium coffees, seven creams, and five sugar. I will be back tonight, and I will not be wearing a mask. He said, I'm telling you, I'm going to make sure that I'm on shift, and I'm going to be here at 5 o'clock, and I will not let you in the door if you do not have a mask. Now, I'm not real sure my wife's going to let me go back at 5 o'clock. But I can tell you one thing, ladies and gentlemen. I wish to the God in heaven that I would have brought my bullhorn. Because I'd be standing on the top of this rental truck right now in their parking lot raising cane for Jesus Christ. Preaching the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am so sick of this mask brigade nonsense. Bunch of Nazis. Bunch of people say you can't even go to stores. You, you can't do anything. People driving around in their cars. In their own flipping cars. Wearing a mask because, you know, I might get COVID. I am sick of it. I'm we don't require masks at our church. And listen, we probably had 450 people crammed into a tent this past weekend. Two people in the whole place had a mask. If they want to wear a mask, that is great. I'm not going to mandate it. As a matter of fact, I discourage it because I think it's utter nonsense. And I get kicked out of a Dunkin' Donuts. I've been going there for years every single day. Now Dunkin's going to get mad because I'm making this video, making them look bad. Well, look, don't let your silly people embarrass now, me. Now, mo most of the comments are saying, well, great, you won the mask arg argument. You lost your testimony. You shouldn't act. And I, listen, I... I'm not saying I'm condoning everything that he's he's saying here, like kicking the whatever teeth down his throat and that type of stuff. I, I I understand. I get that. But what I'm trying to convey is that there's a lot of people that are absolutely fed up with this. And I've seen very, very few people in the Christian circles take a stance like this. So I'm trying to kind of play you a whole broad spectrum of what the feelings are out there, how some people are reacting and, and these types of things. But he's righteous and indignant over, or over something that he should be righteous and indignant about because this is a satanic agenda. There's no doubt about that. After I go in there every single day without a mask on, and then you're going to tell me I can't come back unless I have a mask. Well, I'm telling you, friends, this stuff is nonsense. Then trying to say I kicked out the door just because you're upset because I called you out on your foolishness. But, I'm not doing I, it. And I will say a lot of these comments that I'm seeing, it's that they're saying you shouldn't be encouraging people to be defiant, meaning go along with the mask mandate. So in other words, they're being Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Sanctimonious Christian, holier than thou Christian, and using the whole thing about you're encouraging your, your Christians to be defiant. What kind of pastor are you? You're no pastor at all. Well, we're not supposed to, to give in to unjust, evil, wicked laws. And the mask leads to the test, and the test leads to the vaccine. So where do we as a Christians draw the line? So I, I can look at these, these, um, these comments and see right through a lot of them as well because they're coming at it from a very, oh, I'm holier than that. I would never get mad or anything. Bless God, I got to straighten up my halo and all this other stuff. He reminds me of a real on fire uh, preacher like out of a Baptist church because that's where one of the churches I spent a lot of time in and it's funny because he's some from Somerset Kentucky and one of my favorite preachers of all time is Melvin Sisson and he's from Somerset Kentucky and he preaches and he acts just like Melvin so it's almost like I'm like man is this Melvin's kid or something or somebody that grew up under his preaching I don't know but Melvin always would come in and he would say I'm wired for 440 meaning he was like a firecracker I mean that guy Oh, I mean, he preached circles around about anybody. I mean, the, the guy was unbelievable. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he still preached. I, I love the man, but he reminds me a lot of Melvin Sisson. So, 
you know, I, I'm looking at this like from my past experience and I'm looking at it from people that are are going along with this whole agenda. So they're coming at his Christianity saying he's a bad person and a bad pastor and he shouldn't be encouraging anybody to be defiant about this other stuff. Well, that's this whole whole ministry is is um, what it, what was Jesus in compliance with all the, the Pharisees and the Sadducees and those that, that went to crucify him were, were the disciples in compliance with the government when they were telling him to shut up, don't preach Jesus and stop or whatever? No, none of them were. In fact, they all ended up dying for it in one way, shape or form. So, you know, I'm looking at these these comments and it's like, okay, well, I, I can kind of see through a lot of them as well, you know. I'm bowing down. I'm not in compliance. I am in utter defiance of this. Listen, I'll go to jail over this situation. It is the golden calf. I'm sick of Christians saying things like this. Well, it's just a mask. You know what they used to say? Oh, it's just a baby. It's just a zygote. Yeah. It's just a growth in the mother's womb. So let's kill it. Yeah. No, it's not just a mask. Amen. It's a compliance device. This is not about safety. This is about surrendering of our rights. Can I remind you, Amen. this is still the United States of America. This is not communism. This is not China. This ain't North Korea. I don't live in Haiti. I don't live some other country somewhere where I'm under the guise of communism and socialism. This is the United States of America. Y'all hear me? Trump 2020. <laughs> who, who? I'm a pastor and I've approved He has no clue about Trump, okay, and I'm not expecting him to um, at all. So don't, I wouldn't be too hard on him for that. He hasn't got the memo on that one yet, but um, he's still quite a bit of cut above of at least the the preachers out there that are just going along with this agenda that will be loading their their um their congregates onto these buses or whatever comes to pick them up going to be telling them to get their vaccines going to be telling them to get their testing going to be telling them we can't you know meet as a church because we can't maintain social distancing guidelines go along with whatever the government's telling them to do and the disciples said we would rather obey god than man and He's not, I mean, obviously, he's not complying with what, you know, the government's telling him to do. Message. I'm telling you, we're one election away from losing everything. And we got these mamby-pamby Christians saying, well, it's just a mask. And the Bible says that we ought to love our neighbor. Listen, if it was about yeah, safety... And, and meaning, it, meaning, we don't want to infect our neighbor. These masks are the very vectors by which, if you are spreading something, not, not only going to make you sick because they're going to create respiratory acidosis because you're breathing your own co2 in at an incredibly dangerous rate from the moment you put the mask on but they also become receptacles for the viruses the bacteria and things like that if you're breathing through in them day and night and if you're not changing them enough especially not only that they're loaded and made with petrochemicals so you're breathing all that in and there's all these other factors that that i've went over you know regarding these masks they're 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 wicked and they're evil and they're they're not to be used in this type of environment fine if you're in a surgical setting over a patient that you know in, in a sterile setting that's when these surgical masks are meant to be used and they're only meant to be used for short periods of time they're not meant to be wearing wear on your head all the time and the cloth masks are a total joke these types of masks are they can't filter out viruses the viruses are too small it'd be like putting up a chain link fence and trying to keep mosquitoes out you can't do it so this whole thing about loving your your neighbor this you know they need to be educated this has nothing to do with help protecting your neighbor about your health 
then pray tell me two things. Number one, how come your mask don't work? Why you got to freak out if I don't wear one? Exactly. And secondarily, if it's about your health, let me tell you what. Next time I see you with a cigarette and a Big Mac in your mouth, I'll slap that out of your hand as well. Are you kidding me? This ain't about safety. This is about the rules of compliance. It's just a mask. Yeah, next, it's just a chip. It's just yep, a vaccine. Exactly. It's just a one-world government. It's just a mark, Pastor Locke. You say that's a big stretch. Are you kidding me? We jumped 50 years prophetically in the last six months exactly. in 2020 yep. in the United States and around the world. And Christians want to say, it's just a mask. It's not a mask. It's a censorship device. It's a tool to get all the sheep to walk around and look the same and talk the same and act the same. Mm -hmm. Most of the people wearing them got their I, nose. I, I did a study I don't know, two or three weeks ago where we got into the absolute satanic Luciferian occult aspects of this mask wearing and the whole standing six feet apart and all these and all of these things that line up with high level occult rituals. That's what it's about. It's, it's, it's really about mass witchcraft, getting us to, to willingly participate in mass witchcraft and be compliant in something that's only hurting you out anyhow this thing is ridiculous i'm sick of hearing about these masks i'm done with the whole ma it ain't a mandate it's an unenforceable suggestion say it again preach it lock for the people in the back it's not a mandate this ain't a command. You know what? I got a constitution that tells me I can leave my house. I got a constitution and a Bible that tells me I can pastor a church through a fake pandemic. They're trying to silence anybody that's telling the truth, and they're trying to propagate everybody that is peddling falsehood. I ain't living in fear. My family ain't living in fear. My kids ain't living in fear. Our church ain't living in fear. Yeah. If I preach to two people or 2,000 people, I don't give two flips of a wooden nickel. I'm telling you, I am not going to lay down roll over and comply yeah, today's amen, Dunkin brother. donuts fiasco it was just it for me it was just it telling me i can't come back in if i don't wear a mask and then try to convince everybody in the room and accuse me that i tried to kick the glass out i'm telling you it makes me want to kick the devil right in the mouth is what it makes me want to do this is ridiculous i'm tired of it i'm over it i've had a good i don't care how many friends i lose i don't care listen i ain't bowing down to the golden cow for your mama for my mama for the president for anybody I'm not. I'm not. They're going to have to have a lot of handcuffs to mess with our church. We're ready to go to war. Our church is going to keep meeting. We aren't going to stop praying, preaching, prophesying, giving, loving people. I'm not putting up with this foolishness anymore. I'm telling you, I'm done with it. Absolutely done with it. This is nothing but a gag device. I ain't using it. I ain't bowing down to it. You can be as mad as you want to get. I do not care. I'm not writing a book on how to win friends and influence people. I'm trying to build the kingdom of God through the gospel of Jesus Christ, and I'm not laying down. I'm not rolling over. They probably said to uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it's just a golden statue. Daniel, it's just yep. an ordinance that says you Amen. can't pray in public. Ooh. You can still do it. Oh, boy, he's bringing up some good biblical analogies now, man. <laughs> but Daniel 6.10 says he had always done it before, and so he did it right then, That's right. and he was going to do it the very next day. Amen. They probably said, oh, Paul, look, it's just a mandate that says you can't preach on the street. Peter, it's just a little mandate. It's just a yep, citation exactly. that says you can't heal people in the name of Jesus Christ. It's just a, just a, just a, it's just a bunch of garbage is what it is. You know why they sold out of so much toilet paper? Because it's bull crap. You are a sheep. 
if you still believe the lies. The numbers are inflated. The death tolls are inflated. Have you heard of anybody this year that had flu or influenza? No, because they make them all COVID exactly. deaths. Yep. Even Dr. I, I gave you the stats last week on that where it showed it showed the 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 um was it the flu stats plummeting and at the same time the, the COVID-19 stats started going up because they were they were just they just swapped them out that's all they're doing it's all lies this whole thing's based on total lies ouchy grouchy fauci doesn't even believe what he says he goes out in public without one of these stupid controlling even said the vaccine's probably not gonna have a great chance of even working ISIS, and that's what this is it's a device of mass control this little bitty tiny mask and so look the Dunkin' Donuts fiasco, the Walmart stuff. I, I'll tell you, I haven't worn one yet. They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to uh, forcibly put it on me. Uh, I I practice what I've preached up until this point, at least. <laughs> I've had a mind full. I've had a gut full. I've had a heart full, and uh, I, I'm fighting mad about this stuff. I'm finished with it. I don't care if the page grows. I don't care if the page dies. They're probably going to censor me. Listen, I never thought in my wildest imagination that I would be willing to go to jail over a mask, but I am because it's not about a mask. It's about silence. And our silence has become our surrender. Stand up, church. Speak out, church. It is time to bow your back like a banny rooster and push back against this golden calf culture that we are living in. That is my message. I'm sticking to it. I ain't backing up, packing up, slacking up, or shutting up until I've been called up by the glory of God. We are not requiring masks. I got to get off here and do an interview with Newsweek because they want to know what we're doing for safety precautions at our church. We're preaching and we're praying. That's what we're doing. Yep. We're preaching yep. and we're praying. And we're going to keep preaching and we're going to keep praying. They can roll the tanks and the helicopters up in our parking lot and we're going to keep <laughs> preaching and we're going to keep praying. And so, hey, yes. Dunkin' Donuts, if my wife lets me, I'll be back at 5 o'clock to get some more coffee. Two mediums, seven cream, five sugar. God bless America. God bless Donald Trump. God bless all of you watching this. And thank God Jesus Christ is still the only way to the kingdom. That guy's on fire, man. There is a hundred and nine thousand comments just on this video. I don't know if you've seen this, but I mean, this is yeah. I mean, eleven million views on Facebook. That's a lot. I mean, that's a lot. 109,000 comments, 93,000 likes. I mean, I never see numbers like that. Uh, most of the people are with him. Most of them are. It's just a few that are, you know, using the other uh, tactics. And he, he's got other videos like uh, Pastor Greg Locke, Satan has infiltrated the church. It's time to fight and join the fight. And it shows a picture of a Baphomet statue. Um and so, again, I don't know about his theology. I I, I I, don't know, so I can't. But, man, I'll tell you. I'm trying to give you a cross-section of different people and to encourage you as well. Because I think a lot of this is, is very, very encouraging information. And for a long time on the COVID-19, I didn't have a lot to, to bring forth that was of any kind of encouraging nature. But I've had a lot lately. And it's a very, very good trend. Now, I have this, and I'm running out of time here, but this is from a listener, Testimonial Power of Prayer regarding the face mask. He said, thank you for all your teachings, especially those on the imprecatory prayer. 
short story, I drove a truck back and forth a couple of times from Colorado through New Mexico and on to Texas to pick up my daughter to spend uh, some time with her. Colorado, New Mexico, Texas all have illegal governor's orders to wear masks everywhere. However, I love that I was able to show my daughter the power of prayer. I pray Psalm 64 daily. Now, if you haven't heard my sermon, my teaching on Psalm 64, just key Psalm 64 in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. Imprecatory prayers, it, it, it'll, it'll change your life. It, it will. It's one of the biggest things that I ever got a revelation on after I got saved. Now, and I understand it doesn't have to just be Psalm 64, okay? But for me, that was the one that I really felt God led me to. Might be a different one for you. But anyway, and especially before I go anywhere for God to hide me from the eyes of the secret counsel of the wicked, which is what Psalm 64 asks you to do. Whenever I go or, or I decide to shop, etc., nobody says anything to me regarding not wearing... That's, that's what's happened to me, too. Nobody said a word to me yet. Nobody said a word. Um, I'm not saying I probably haven't gotten any looks, but I haven't said had anybody say a word to me yet. Uh, it's almost as if they're not allowed to say anything. My daughter was surprised nobody would even try, and she understood that God can literally hide us from evil. I love Psalm 25 and 91, for also for daily morning prayer thank you so that was from dave a longtime listener now so that's awesome praise the lord and again that's more i'm, I'm trying to give you more when i can more encouragement <laughs> you know because this has been a brutal this is one of the most brutal ministries i think that exists and i, I don't mean that like i'm bragging i wish i didn't have to do this to be quite honest with you um i, I to be honest i would love to just literally be fighting evil like as my full-time ministry like black-eyed children cryptozoological creatures giants in and out i don't care i don't care god's bigger than all of that god would equip me and give me and i believe that's what my final calling will be i i think that because of i don't know just things i believe the lord's convicted me about and in ever since i've been a little child actually i've had visions and stuff like about that since i've been a little child when i wasn't even a christian uh we'll see i don't know but um th this is a this is a heavy duty ministry to try to follow i realize that it's it's a lot of negative stuff but i'm trying to put out as much truth as i can because i don't want my listeners to be destroyed for lack of knowledge or to be ignorant of satan's devices lest he get an advantage of you now, this last one here, I'm going to try to get as much of this in. I'm, I'm running out of time here, but it says it has begun the legal eviction from their home for not wearing a mask. Sam and Amy's terrifying story. So, you know, some parts of the country are really good or, or a lot better than others. And evidently, Montana is one of the worst. Wor and you'd think, well, Montana, big sky country, the whole nine yards, that probably nobody's wearing a mask. No. And I think... Wherever they can get away with this in, in different demographics, and I think it also depends on their um, their governor. And sometimes a smaller demographic is better because then you don't you don't you don't have to impose it on as many people. And maybe there'll be a higher uh, compliance rate in certain certain areas. So I was surprised to hear this is going on in Montana, but I'm going to go ahead and roll this video here. Hey folks, welcome to a very important video from A Plain Truth. Uh, I just interviewed a lovely couple, Sam and Amy, which I'm going to play for you in a minute. They're in Missoula, Montana, and, they, uh, and uh, gentleman Sam has 
issues, asthma, and he was uh, let go from Minnesota because he couldn't drive his, uh, do his commercial job because he uh, couldn't wear a mask. Physically, he's incapable of doing it because it suffocates him and he has reactions to it. Right. And they moved to Montana to try and um, he got a job there with his, his wife and um, he's encountered some, some deep issues about being able to wear a mask even outside of their their place they're they're renting from even walking out the door now again though if if and i I don't know about montana's but i know like even though roy cooper our governor is a total satanist uh devil his own executive order under the frequently asked questions section gives you exemptions and if he looked at that and if he cited that he might find that actually there are exemptions he's just not getting to it I was posting that Roy Cooper exemption all over the all, all over Facebook and uh, on the North Carolina pages, and very few people knew had any clue about what I was posting. I said, "Here's your exemption. Here it is, gold plated, no problemo." And most people just, I don't know, I, I don't know if they just thought it was too good to be true or what. But I didn't get any negative responses. But and I got some thumbs up, but it wasn't like I thought it would be. Um, all I'm saying is you might want to check your own governor's executive orders and look under the frequently asked or look under the exemptions clause and you can have your own exemption made up per their executive order. That way you're in full compliance with whatever the executive order is. And in my, in our executive order, it says if you have trouble breathing in a mask, you're exempt and you don't have to show any documentation. So if I get any trouble, I'm just going to show them that read this straight from the executive order. And then I give the link to it the pair the page it's on may even put the paragraph paragraph c i don't know make it as detail oriented as possible so they cannot give you any garbage okay um a- anyway that's just my suggestion they have uh, been been uh, legally served that they cannot walk outside their door in the apartments they live at without without wearing a mask and so it's created a real and it suffocates them suffocates the 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 man he feels claustrophobic and he can't wear one he's got asthma but that doesn't matter you can't walk outside because you're going to contaminate nature evidently this is how insane if you give satan an inch he will take a mile every single time and this is a classic example of this happening and this is why there has to be pushback against this tyranny and they've had to leave there temporarily until they can resolve it. They've hired an attorney, constitutional lawyer, to try and help them. But just to let you know where we're heading, they're going to get everybody wearing a mask no matter what. And in them, they're face detectors. They're going to read the COVID. Everybody's going to be masked up. And if we don't stop it now, if we don't get our on our horses and start activating and start expressing and, 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 and uh, using our, our rights to, to decide for ourselves whether or not we're going to put on these masks or not, it's going to become mandatory everywhere. Yep. And you're not going to be able to go anywhere. You're not going to be able to go outside of your home because the mask police are going to come after you, as you're going to hear from Sam and Amy coming up in very shortly here. And I'll, I'll put in the show notes here. If now, you hold on. I want, to get, I want to go over something he has in this thing. I haven't seen this, but they're, evidently they're going to be coming out with face masks that detect the coronavirus. And it has a chip like the Zen 95 mask with the plastic thing, I think it's something like that. 
uh, which is, is such a joke because when you exhale out of an N95 mask with one of the plastic valves, you're exhaling your breath. It's not being filtered. So how is that being in compliance with any kind of mask mandate? All it's doing is cutting off your own CO2 at that point. You're just inhaling your own CO2 at a, at a much higher, you're causing respiratory acidosis. You know, you're, ex, you're exhaling out unfiltered air from your lungs. So if you've got COVID-19, you're doing nothing to protect anybody. But it doesn't matter because you're wearing a mask. Well, this one, it has uh, an inactive, um, it has an inactive sample of COVID-19 DNA frozen into the sensor. What could go wrong there? So there's literally a piece of this COVID-19 genetically modified devil virus in the um, sensor that you exhale out of. The sensors could be embedded on the inside of the mask or attached to a regular one. Then, when someone puts the mask on, the sensor is activated by the moisture in their breath. Then, if their saliva after wearing the mask for three hours contains evidence of COVID-19, the mask emits a fluorescent glow. Or well, what about if, it, if you don't have COVID-19, but you just got it from the COVID-19 sensor that has the COVID-19 DNA in it? I'm sure we could trust satan we could trust who's ever putting these out that that wouldn't happen right and then that glow isn't visible to the naked eye but it can be picked up by a handheld scanner that they're going to be using on the lucifer race bill gates microchip quantum dot tattoos same concept <laughs> so believable i mean where does this insanity end ask police are going to come after you as you're going to hear from sam and amy coming up in very shortly here and I'll, I'll put in the show notes here, if you can, if you can donate anything. Um, he's lost his job. She may lose her job for speaking out now. And so they're on limited funds, and they're staying with friends, and they're just trying to get by now and deal with a very, very difficult situation where even the apartments they're staying at, um, they're going to be served if they do not wear a mask just walking outside. I, I, I'm not saying this to Brian. I immediately sent them a donation after I heard this. And I posted a link to their uh, PayPal thing in there. And I've actually talked with him now. I've, I've, he's emailed me several times and I sent him the full battery of information that I have on COVID-19. All the Word docs, the PDF files, I sent him everything. That, that, you know, so just so that he needs to go through it and be made aware of this. And I told him about my, my ministry and the website and the PDFs and everything. Because I'm trying to give him as much ammo as possible to fight this tyranny. Seems like a really good guy. Him and his wife both do. Christians, uh, I love them. And anyway, I just wanted to say a little more about that. And possibly even arrested or evicted from their place. And this is going to happen everywhere. It's not just in Montana. It's just not in California. This is going to happen everywhere as the mask police are going to take what they have to. So please, if you can, donate, help them out, whatever you can. Five dollars would, would be great, whatever you can do to help them out. But please listen to, to Sam and Amy's story. And please, folks, get active. Express your rights. The, the uh, American Disabilities Act and the, uh, and the HIPAA laws don't, don't matter. Because it's, it's the policing by the companies, by the people themselves, by the general public, people they work with. That's what's causing the problems. So please, and, and the fear, the fear over a fake virus. So this was part of a, a larger interview I did with Celeste Salam, which I'm going to play after this. But please listen to their story, spread it around, and then find ways you can get groups and activity groups to come in and, and, and go into places and express and, 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 and use your rights. 
to go into, it's not a privilege, it's a right to not have to wear a mask just to go in and get food for your family, to get gas or anything else. So listen to their story and please help them wherever you can and share this with all. Thank you. Willingly jump into a confrontation, except when it's to stand up and do the right thing. With that being said, I'm standing up. Okay, now this is the couple that's, that's you know, basically been evicted from their apartment in Montana over this. People that don't have a voice and that do have a legitimate medical condition like I, because I can't wear a mask. I can't wear a face shield. I, I get severe anxiety. I get severe claustrophobia. And I just can't handle it. I'm a pretty tough guy, but when you put a mask on me or a face shield, I... I fall apart. I so, love his humility, though, to actually admit that. You know, I mean, it's not something that he can help. I mean, God, I'm sure, could deliver him from that, whatever is causing that. But, you know, he, he seems like a very humble, humble guy. So we have Samuel and Amy who are at, uh, at in the country and uh, they've moved from Minnesota to Montana. And uh, what what brought you from Minnesota out to Montana? First, thank you for being here and, and speaking out. It's really awesome that you're telling your story and, and, and have the fortitude to, to let others know what's happening. Thank you. Well, thank you. It's an honor. Uh, well, what brings us back to Montana is a longing that we've, we've had ever since we left Montana in 2018. The only reason we left Montana is because of my mom's health and a work situation. So with this COVID situation, um, I got laid off. I was put on administrative leave. So therefore, uh, the door to go back to Montana was open. So what, what, what was your position? What was in, in Minnesota? What were you doing that got you to be laid off? What was your work? When, when I worked in Duluth, Minnesota, I worked for Duluth Transit Authority. I drove transit buses. And about two weeks before June 1st, they gave us a notice saying that there was going to be mandatory masks. Most people had no problem with it. Uh, but I have a medical condition. <clears throat> I can't wear uh, a mask or face shield of any kind. I have a pretty severe case of asthma. Nobody would know that by looking at me, but that's what ultimately got me on. Probably from the vaccines and when I was younger. He's wearing, I think, like a wounded warrior hat, so I wonder if he's ex-military. It wouldn't surprise me. And if he was in the military, he got all, uh, just batteries and batteries of vaccines, and they were they you can't even know what they're giving you because of the executive order that Bill Clinton signed or have any right to refuse them. I mean, unless you want to be court-martialed and get kicked out of whatever military branch you're in because the military loves their troops so much paid administrative leave now i did ask for a reasonable accommodation because asthma is a disability they wouldn't give me one they wouldn't work with me uh but they did tell me that they're gonna now the reason i said the asthma with the vaccines is because that's one of the main things that vaccines cause uh give me a reasonable accommodation by putting me on unpaid administrative leave so therefore i get to keep my position my seniority and all that but to somebody that has bills, that's not very reasonable. So ultimately, I was faced with a situation where I don't have any income coming in. 
So should I sell my house or should I keep it and hope that unemployment goes through? Well, me knowing my employer, I knew they were going to fight it. So I decided to put my house on the market and walk away with money before the bubble pops. Cause I really truly believe that the bubble's going to pop anytime. I just don't know when yeah, yeah. you'll probably see in August and September, a lot of people having to sell their house and pay to get out of it. So right. with that being said, we, we looked at Northwest Arkansas. We looked at Kansas and Montana, Northwest Arkansas. There was no open doors, Kansas. We had one, but it shut immediately. And then we tried Montana and instantly I had a job offer at Mountain Lion in Missoula, Montana. They sent me the job offer via email. Uh, they were willing to work with my, my asthma. I did tell them I, I can't wear a mask. But when it came time for me to do my DLT physical at Providence Health in Missoula, Montana, mm they told me I couldn't come into the medical facility unless I wore a mask. I told them, I said, if I could wear a mask, I would, but I can't, I have a doctor's note and I have a verifiable disability. Uh, the minute I told them that they kind of became kind of hostile and rude and then let me go. Two hours later, I get a call from mountain line human resources. Uh, her name was Mary. I won't give her last name. But uh, she told me basically that I was refusing to, to do my DLT by not going to the uh, DLT physical, which is not true. I was still going to go anyways. And uh, so therefore, they're going to rescind my job offer. And so I was out of work. And I'm still out of work. Uh, and that brings me to all the challenges and situations that I've dealt with since I got to Missoula. Since I've gotten to Missoula, I, I was denied access to the good food store. Um, I wasn't prepared the first time I went. So I went back home, I swallowed my pride. I did all my research. I, I knew I had rights, so I looked more into it. I had it all documented and printed out for them. I was covered under the uh, governor's order. I was exempt under the Missoula County City Health Directive, and I had the information in my hand the next time I went. So I went the second time about a week later, and I handed them the information. I said, I have a medical condition, and I don't need to wear a mask. I'm exempt under the governor's order. I walked in, I grabbed my pop, I grabbed my chips i was harassed by two employees in the chip aisle she said well if you're not going to wear the mask sir we're going to have to ask you to leave i said i will leave as soon as i grab my stuff and check out i'll be up there in a couple minutes got up there it's about ready to check out and then uh they decided to call the police on me had me escorted and the police were kind they didn't respect my rights um or the governor's order but we had a cordial pleasant conversation for about 15 minutes afterwards and see what else happened. After that, I went to Missoula County Health Department to seek an advocate because I, at the time, was feeling like I just don't have nobody to, to talk to. I know I have rights, but nobody will stand up for them. 
I got to the health department and they kicked me out of the building for not wearing a mask. I told them I have a disability. I have a doctor's note and I would wear a mask, but I can't. Again, the minute I said that, she became hostile, hostile and rude and just told me to get out. And so I left and see what else, what else happened, Amy. You called the governor's office? Yeah, I did do that, but that's... Um... They said you were exempt? Yes, yes, I did. Just trying to think what other... Oh, and, uh, Mullen Reserve, the place that my wife and I are rent, currently renting at. I went in to talk to the front desk and at first the first couple times i went in there to inquire about just random items they didn't give me no problem but the third time i had gone in there to ask a question about the gym and get seek a key they told me i need to wear a mask or i gotta leave <coughs> I said, this was this was minutes after we had already been there we were we had stopped in um, we're inquiring about where the gym was and we're having a very civil, polite conversation. I can't remember what the conversation was about, where where it led to. I remember we were talking about masks and she, she talked about how um, a private business can um, force their people to wear masks or can ask that. And she was explaining that. I think maybe 30 minutes afterwards, Sam came back to the apartment. He said, I was kicked out of the office. And I mean, we just, we came, we were on our way to the apartment. We were notified that um, the border that we had around our patio was not um, acceptable for their um, property. So we, we took it down immediately as they asked. And he just wanted to let them know that we took it down and that's what he received. Yeah, so um, ever since that day, it feels as though they have a bone to pick with me because I decided to stand up for myself, not be a spineless jellyfish and a limp-wristed uh, pansy, basically. They don't like that. The minute you stand up for yourself, they will attack you like there's no tomorrow. And it's really sad to see it. But eventually... I sent them an email. I sent each and every one of these people an email, showing them my rights, showing them the codes, showing them the orders uh, from Missoula County and the governor, showing them that I'm exempt, showing them that masks don't protect you from any communicable disease. OSHA, I gave them that link. I highlighted everything for them. It was real easy. They didn't want to see it. And so... About a week later, I received a letter from their lawyer. I don't have all the information in front of me. I'm really sorry. But... All they care about is you blindly complying with whatever Big Brother tells you to do. And if you know what's good for you, you'll comply like all the other sheeple. That's all they care about, these companies. They don't care about your health or anything of that nature. They don't care about righteousness or justice or goodness. All they care about is their, is their satanic agenda and appeasing, appeasing the beast system. Basically saying that I have to be wearing a mask every time I leave my apartment. And if I don't, I will be kicked out August 17th. <laughs> it's unbelievable. 
you. So this, this is and the people from the, the, that you're leasing the apartment from sending you this devils. letter? Their lawyer sent me the letter. I've sent them multiple emails, but they have not responded until the lawyer sent me the letter. So they're telling and, you when you leave your apartment, you must be masked up, no questions asked, or what? Otherwise, I'll be in violation of code 18 dash something. Yeah. Part of the uh, rental lease agreement. I, I didn't have time to look it up. Garbage. I've been busy sending a lot of emails lately, but it's a violation of some um, code in their uh, lease agreement. So as we understand that, like in Costco, I called up Costco corporate headquarters. I called up Walgreens and, and they, Walgreens on July 20th said, um, we're starting mandatory masks in the store. And I talked to the, the lady at the, the information lady for the corporate Walmart. And I said, well, I can't wear a mask because I have a medical exemption. And what you're referring to, too, is, I mean, it's it's the American Disabilities Act and the, the HIPAA code that says, hey, if you've got problems, you don't need to disclose and, and you can go in there without it. Yeah. And I asked the lady, I said, so if, so if I have if I have a medical exemption, can I go into your store, even though you're saying it's ma- the store is mandatory? She goes, I'll be right back to you and says, yeah, absolutely. You can. Costco said the same thing. And as I understand corporate laws. You know they can refuse you service for any reason so once you get into their private entity it's different than the public entity and they can basically govern you as they wish but so far these these mega stores have not i walked into costco the other day without a mask and and what i'm what i'm also saying sam to people is you know they don't define what a mask is this is a sequence a mardi gras mask and you can breathe right through it so I don't know if this would cause, you know, anything for you. I, I just simply refuse. But there's ways we can get around this and start pushing the envelope. Somebody else wore masking tape on their face, you know, and the people let them in. Somebody else wore underwear on their head and they let them in. So it's, <laughs> it's really beyond go. the pale. I call it the theater of the absurd, what they're doing. So did you feel like you were being threatened with eviction if you were to walk outside without a mask? That was basically the premise. I was threatened and promised eviction if I was to leave my apartment without a mask. It says right in the, the lawyer's letter. Now, I, I did get a lawyer, um, a constitutional lawyer. A friend of mine really helped me with this, so I thank her. Uh, I did receive a letter today. He, I haven't read it yet. I just uh, got it a couple of minutes ago. But he told me that he sent a letter to each and every individual that uh, I have an issue with. That would be Mountain Line, that would be Providence Health, that would be Missoula County Health Department, and Mullen Reserve Apartments. The problem I have is when, when a person has a legitimate medical condition and concern or if they just want to stand up for themselves and not wear the mask because that's their that's their right because the governor can't order you to do anything um and it violates so many civil liberties what does a person do when you go to seek an advocate and they're all under the COVID spell that's the problem that i'm facing right now all these people that are supposed to be there to help me or listen are not there. They're hostile, they're rude, and they're out to get you. And I, I'm sure I'm not the first one that has had to deal with this, but next will be 
the mandatory test, and then next will be the vaccine. Yep. And I will not get any of those. Thank God I have asthma because I kind of have a defense. But when they start asking for the test or the vaccine, it's just going to be me digging my heels in the sand and saying no, because I will not cross that line. So it's, it's going to get interesting probably within the next couple of months. I'm ready for it. I'm ready to lose everything if I have to. My wife and I both talked about this months ago. Well, you've already lost your job. You've already lost, you know, your place you're living in now because you're not going to go back to the apartments, I would assume, because you'd have to comply. And what would what would they do if you walk outside without a mask? What, what would happen? Well, today is Sunday. They're not there. On Monday, if I do, I, I don't know. To be honest, I've sent them an email. I've been cordial. And I did ask them in my email, even though I don't agree with the lawyer's letter, how is it that I have to stay within my apartments, not go out of my apartment? I can't take out my dog. I can't take out my trash. I can't go for a walk in, in the neighborhood. But I see every other person walking by my front window not wearing a mask. How are they not given the same uh, letter from a lawyer? That's what I don't understand. They're just really, they're out to get me. Well, right you know now. why it is. I mean, you, you push their buttons. You know, you challenge the authority of them to be able to dictate. And like you said, they're drinking the he, coke. He has to be made an example. Even though he has valid excuses. Even though he wasn't trying to bow up on anybody. He has to be made an example and show the other sheeple how, you know, you need to comply and how you need to capitulate to anything Satan tells you to do. Kool-Aid, everybody is. It's absolutely what Celeste talks about, the mass mind control. And it's amazing how effective they are that we're policing ourselves. And then they're applying it to whoever they think, you know, that is pushing. But just remember, Celeste says if you even get tested. Or if you've had blood draws in the past, you're most likely going to hell. So you might as well just give up because it's it's over for you. You you're you're done and it's over. And I don't I don't believe that and I don't teach that. And um, I got into that in depth a couple weeks. I've got a whole other section I need to do on her, but I I just don't have the time to get to it hardly. I'm I'm gonna try in the future, but um. Yeah, she's she's. I believe she's very dangerous. Yeah, I'm not saying there's stuff you can't glean from her, but boy, boy, be careful. Are going are going to respond, and you're right. I mean, if other people walk out and they're not wearing a mask, how is that any different from you not wearing a mask? I mean, it, it's just absurd on the premise of it, right? And so, yeah, so they're, they're good. Okay, so that's all we have. I'm way way over on time. I, I can't do any more tonight, guys. I'm it's three sixteen a.m. where I'm at. Uh, so I'm going to get this up and, um, got, I got definitely through the majority of what I needed to get through today. And hopefully maybe next week I'll be able to catch up more. Um, Lord willing, if we're able to broadcast next week. So God bless you and Lord willing, we'll see you in the next study.